Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Starr, a 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Austin Ender out, one to throw. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I am here, as always, with my co-host, Brandon, you can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. Brandon, please tell me we're not getting positive, Brandon, on this. One. No, no, I haven't. I haven't figured out the bit I'm going to do next. Um, still debating if people got it was a bit. Um, but, you know, if you have to explain the joke, the joke wasn't funny, so I'm not going to. Um, Believe but- me, man, it wasn't funny or it wasn't fun, at least. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I may have grown up next to a cornfield but i'm no husker but i'm ready to talk nebraska football all right somebody else that loves talking nebraska football is our producer seth you can block him on twitter if you haven't already done it it's at say top five s-e-t-a-h-5 don't block our account guys just to be very clear he does a lot of stuff on our account don't block that account block his account his personal account because all that's going to be is uh you know about brahm time management and random movie things or whatever but it's s-e-t-a-h-5 what's up seth remember when i was tired of talking about idaho yeah i'm already tired of talking about nebraska <laughs> okay just just as boring there you go uh speaking of just as boring uh believe it or not i am headed out to the i guess what you would actually should actually consider the midwest of america plains and i'm not going to nebraska thank you you guys are you guys are welcome you guys are welcome. I can hear it all in the way. Thank God. We have ready. a chance. We uh, have a chance. Just to just to, to let you guys know, uh, the logistics of getting to Lincoln, Nebraska are awful. There are no such things as direct flights to Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, I don't think unless you own a private plane or if you're Zoe wrong. Deschanel. And wrong. It doesn't. Ho- oh, dang it. I blew your joke. Go ahead and finish it. <laughs> I just it's done now. What were you going to say? I was going to say, unless you're in Yes Man and you live in L.A. and you're going to take a direct flight from LAX to Lincoln, Nebraska with Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jim Carrey. So uh, unless people didn't get my, you know, less obvious movie reference, at least you gave it to them. uh, I I like it. I feel like Seth doesn't like it. Seth, is that not your, your jam? I like Yes Man. Okay. When he gets yeah, on okay. the edge and saves the guy from jumping off the building and no. with the third eye blind song. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I mean, peak, he does jump. But... Peak Zoe. Oh, it is peak Zoe. Peak Zoe. Rock all band of, Zoe. New I can get down with Zoe I, too. I can get down with rock band Zoe. I'm not sure she's ever not peaked. Right? What about elf? No, 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 no. We're gonna talk about this for a minute. Don't you what about blonde elf Zoe, Seth? Is that not peak? Or is it like the same time frame, right? Yeah, she's just so overshadowed by Will Ferrell. It's hard to 
give yeah. her her due in that movie. And the voice is good. The voice comes out in that movie too. So, okay. Uh, we're here to talk football, big skin, big, strong men stuff. Um, we're talking about the game at Nebraska. That's Saturday. It's another night game. That makes three out of five. It's a 7.30 Eastern kick, 6.30 for where I'm going. It's Iowa, by the way. Um, it's Saturday, October 1st. It's in the, I don't know, Memorial Stadium Junior. So I don't know what it's called. Uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's on Big Ten Network, which I didn't know still showed night games. Uh, the line is minus five and a half, which has swung up two points to Nebraska doesn't matter over under is 60 those are courtesy by of draft kings brandon do you have anything you want to add there at all no i mean night another night game i know you don't love it this is like right after when my kid goes to bed so this is like typically the time saturday night where i like start drinking drinking so this is like kind of like perfect time for me like my kid goes to bed right at seven sunday through saturday seven days a week I, this is perfect. Um, This is prime, you know, more, you know, warm up, order the pizza, warm up the pizza, whatever, pour yourself a drink, sit down on the couch. I don't hate this Um, for an away game for a home home game. This is the worst, Um, but for an away game, I'm all for it. Well, night home games, man. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting situation to, to be selfish for a second. I'll be in Iowa, be with some friends that are not, iu fans what are they they are saint mary's california uh no i'm sorry sorry that was their rival they are both uh graduates of loyola california loyola marymount um and they uh my buddy brian not a huge college football fan huge colts fan not a huge college football fan and then uh i'm not oh amanda his wife is a massive broncos fan so I, I, yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, either way, uh, we're toting out quite a bit of Indiana beer out there for them. Um, I don't know if I should say that over the public airwaves or not. I'm not sure this is 1931 anymore, Seth. So I think it's fine. Um, shout out Al Capone. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if I could sneak out with Brian and maybe hit up a Des Moines IU bar. I don't know if that exists or not. And then, uh, or if I just have to, scream quietly somewhere in their house nope just figured it out dude's got a badass barn clip speakers up big tvs that's where we're watching the game boom figured it out actually sounds pretty awesome sounds pretty indiana they have uh they live on 40 acres um just uh maybe 10 minutes outside of des moines which uh, slightly underrated city um if it's even rated at all i guess but it's it's not bad it's it's surprisingly decent. That's what I'll say. And it's uh it's cool to see the Iowa Cubs um field and all that stuff. Whenever you go downtown, it's all kind of really small, as you can imagine. And they have Hy-Vee out there, the grocery store, which is great. If you guys have never been to a Hy-Vee, check it out whenever you can. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Um, previous meeting, IU won. It was the Peyton Ramsey show in Nebraska last time we were out there. Nebraska 31, IU 38. Some would have considered that quite the upset, Brandon. I think uh, if I could go back and find that line, I'm going to send it over to you and let you fill in. Dude, Scott Frost was so mad. Oh, yeah. Before the game and after the game, right? Like Fran McCaffrey level mad. Like just so good. 
Yeah, yeah. So one of the most like quiet, quietly like satisfying wins I can remember. Oh, it was huge for me because I was at we were at your, I was at your house. I think Seth may have been there too. Um, but that was just like a super fun game. Like you said, Ramsey lit it up, and like just watching the like the puckering of the fans in the stadium and watching how mad Scotty was the entire time was just so much fun. I'm trying to get the line on this game because I feel like it was double digits towards Nebraska. Um, I can't find, I don't know if I had to do that. I'm not that big of a degenerate to find that game, but either way, I mean, take it as you will. It was just against Noah Vedral. Um, and we know Brandon's feelings on Noah Vedral. Um, Stevie Scott had a decent game. Watt Fillier had a huge game, almost 180 yards receiving. Peyton Ramsey over 350 yards passing. Um, I mean, it it was a a dominating game without dominating, and it had one of the coolest, like, can't believe we got away with it touchdown celebrations when it was the fourth quarter. Stevie Scott, I'm looking at it here, nine yards out. Stevie Scott runs over a dude at the goal line and puts him to sleep. Like literally puts his hands together and does that to the side of the head. Go One of the best celebrations. You see it a lot in hockey. With it. Yeah. You see it a lot in hockey. I love that celebration. Yeah. So I, I can't believe we got away with it, but I'll take it. So, all right, let's get into it. Um, I, you want to do all this stuff here, Brandon? You did the, re- you sure, did the research. You sure. The so this is a Brandon outline, which means it's not very good and not a lot of information. Um, but since I am a degenerate, I have uh, some gambling information here. Uh, so ATS means against the spread. Both teams are dreadful. IU is one in three against the spread. And while Nebraska is 0 and four. The only against the spread game IU won was against Illinois. Um, so, you know, been a while since we've covered. They've never covered. Um, if you are thinking IU uh, is going to win this game, you're going to get almost a three to one payout. They are plus 185. So, again, um, you don't know what you're going to get against the spread. Um, for me, this would be a money line game either way. Um, because it just depending, just depending on where you want to do with it. Um, some, I thought uh, some stats I put together just kind of because each team has played four games, um, points per game, um, which I think is pretty relevant given, uh, both teams have played like two high majors and two non high majors. Uh, IU scoring 29 points a game while Nebraska scoring 31. Uh, as long as, as far as giving up points, IU is giving up 29 You're right. Uh, IU is giving 29 and getting 29. Uh, And Nebraska gives up 36 points a game. It's going to be the ranking on that. It's 114th in the country. 114th. Bad, bad. bad. So IU's defense, as we know, can uh, definitely get better. We allow 408 yards, yet Nebraska gives up 451. Or, yeah, gives up 514 yards a game. 514 yards a game they give up. That is horrendous. Uh, and their rushing defense is is probably the worst part about it. They give up over 250 yards a game on the ground. They are ranked 
Sorry, oh. Brandon. Sorry. They're ranked 127th out of 131 teams in rushing defense and 115th uh, in yards per game and passing just to throw out those numbers. So I use defense has been bad, right? We're, we're giving up 433. But when you compare it to Nebraska, both on points and yardage, like woof, Nebraska. Another thing I wanted to note, um, you know, it is going to be a beautiful night there. It is going to be in the low 80s at kickoff. So you should get about perfect conditions um, dropping into the mid 70s as the game goes on. So um, should be able to be a clean, fun shootout. Uh, my degenerate has to tell you, hammer the over. If you want an easy bet in this, over, 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 over. Uh just to add to that, they are 105th. I'm sorry, tied for 105th um, in sacks, giving up 2.75 sacks per game. Just to throw that out there. It's, either way, we're looking at it. Let's talk about who they've played, Brandon. Are we to that point? Let's go ahead and do that real quick. Yeah, because they've they've played just an absolute gauntlet. Yeah. Um, well, their went- coach, their coaches. To go, you can go ahead and make your joke here, but it's also not Urban Meyer which apparently is the rumor right now, just so you guys are. So, yeah, I don't, I didn't know. I mean, it could have been an easy Google search, but I didn't, I was too lazy. So I just have head coach as not Scott Frost. I don't know who it is. I'll I mean, look again, I'm, I'm look sure it it's just a Google no search. Away. Um, the record is one and three. Uh, they've went into the pack crowded stadium. That is the Northwestern Wildcats and lost 31, 28. They uh, did beat North Dakota. I have it down as 38 to one, which isn't even possible. So I'm guessing it's 10 or 13 something. I, I clearly did. You push tried, it, man. You tried. Um, then they then they lost to Georgia Southern, which uh, was the nail in the coffin for old Frosty Boy. Uh, they lost 45, 42, and then they got absolutely shellacked by Oklahoma. That was uh, if you do listen to my sister podcast. That is a show Seth and I did, and that was one of our locks, was Oklahoma to cover against Nebraska. So if you listen to that, that was honestly, there was a few locks. Seth and I actually crushed it the week where we did it. I think think we went like eight and three or seven and four or something. We did really, really well. Uh, But that was one of our locks, and that was an obvious play. So uh, Nebraska's had a rough R-U-F-F year. Yeah. I'm looking ahead at their schedule. no shot at making a bowl this season like zero even if they rattle off a win saturday maybe they go to rutgers and get a w maybe a game that seth is for some reason scared about they go to west Lafayette and get a w that's four wins and then they have to go illinois at home minnesota at home at michigan wisconsin at home and iowa away they're not winning spoiler alert they're not winning another game no so there's a one there's a good shot that old with Mickey a win Joseph, over North yeah. Dakota. Yeah, one and eleven. I'm not sure Urban Meyer takes over a program that just went one and eleven. So I don't know. Again, this could be pure delusion. Um, sorry to do this because I'm also an IU basketball fan, but this could be a whole, you know, Billy Donovan bought a house in Bloomington thing every year for them until they can find somebody that actually sticks um or maybe they're just completely delusional and they're gonna have to find somebody like their defensive coordinator or not him god forbid he's never gonna be a head coach but um 
somebody else that can inside the program or maybe another uh, former player that would want to suffer through all of that crap again. So I do not want Kalen DeBauer to go there at all. That's I can't a- see that. I mean, I get the money. I get it. But a one in 11 and you got nothing to work with. Um, maybe Casey Thompson. The recruiting decent, fertile grounds it. of Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, all that good Don't stuff. Don't talk trash about Kansas. I will talk trash about Kansas. Kansas they they, they do not deserve to be ranked and they will not be ranked. I don't, Kansas don't do the four. No thing in my face. They played Duke last week. They're, they're nothing. Come on. All right. Let's talk about the key players to watch for Nebraska. I just hinted a little bit at him. It's Casey Thompson, uh, the Texas transfer. IU was in on him a little bit. I think he was like on every one of our threes, top three wanted quarterback transfers. Maybe not Seth. I know he was on mine. He was on mine. He was on Brandon's. I'm not, I don't remember, but we did a podcast. You guys can go back and look. I'm, I know, I'm not going to look up the episode thing, but it was something about transfers and everything else. But um, so he's got 65% completion percentage again, uh, just a smidge under a thousand yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions, which is crazy through four over games. four games, guys. Yeah. That's that's less than 250 yards a game. Not great, Bob. Yeah. That is a little over a touchdown a game not great bob and a shade under one under one interception a game yeah. not great bob while playing one legit team i mean i i don't want to poo poo on northwestern uh i haven't really watched them since the iro since that game but i can't imagine that they're any good based off of i think they just didn't they just lose to a terrible team last week i'm pretty sure um miami ohio miami of ohio at home right right yeah so um yeah, Casey Thompson, as we alluded to, too, they are what 105th, as they said, in sacks per game. He's been sacked 11 times. We made fun of uh, Ben Bryant last week for eight times. We only, I think we got him a couple, but um, Casey Thompson could be in some, for some trouble there. So, um, But not. I don't think he's a bad player. I just think it's a bad system, and he's got bad players around him. So, uh, Brandon, next. So this is the guy that I'm actually scared of, right? IU, I mean, especially if you go back to that Illinois game, a stud running back can can hurt IU. And I do think Anthony Grant is their best offensive weapon. Uh, he's ran the ball 82 times for 464 yards, five touchdowns, but almost six yards a carry. He only has two receptions. So, you know, when he's in the game, um, it's going, uh, it's likely going to go to him. It's not going to be any kind of play out of the backfield. Uh, but Anthony Grant is good. Um, and again, I think our defensive line um, has been very up and down. Um, there's been games where it's been solid. It's been games where it's been gashed. Um, so definitely going to have to tidy it up. Definitely going to have to lean on our middle linebacker depth uh, to help uh, corral Anthony Grant. So Anthony Grant, a man, he went through a lot of stuff here. So he was officially committed to it looks like he was officially committed to Tennessee decommitted from Tennessee, went to Florida state transferred from Florida state in 2020 and then had about every small school in the world try to offer him. And then Nebraska came in. And as soon as Nebraska offered him, he committed. So he's been there. I I, I don't see anything really from, and this is from 24 sevens website where he ever committed again to play football between the, the date 2020 and 2022. So I'm not sure what happened there either way. Um, yeah, he's, he's put up the, the stats this year. He's kind of a bowling ball of a running back, 5'11", 210. So big, solid build. 
Um, could give us some problems. I mean, dude, if they play anything like they did against Cincinnati in the second half, I, I don't think it'll be a problem at all. But again, we haven't been consistent on defense at all. So we'll see. Uh, wide receiver Trey Palmer. Tell me about him. Uh, 6'1", good size. I mean, his stats are eerily similar to Cam Camper. Um, I, have this, I haven't watched a single second of this guy, so I don't know. But he has 28 catches for 323 yards, one touchdown, and 11 and a half yards per catch. Um, Cam Camper is a little bit higher than that, but if you just kind of wanted a stat comparison, it is pretty close. I'm just trying to see like where any of these guys may have transferred from. He's an LSU transfer. Um, I just it, the name rings a bell for some reason. Um, again, I don't think he really ever did a whole lot yet in his collegiate career. Um, but it's so far, it's more than what I did in mine. So that's great for him. Um, and then on the defensive side, I guess it'll be kind of hard to pair. Seth, do you want to add anybody to the offensive side here? No, I was just going to clarify that uh, Anthony Grant was at the New Mexico. Uh, let's try that again. New Mexico Military Institute. Really? From 2020 to 2022. So yeah, I had to go to like the junior college, maybe. Or I, I guess don't know. I don't know either. So it's not it's not one of the ones on my radar. Weird. OK. And then on defense, um, Brandon. And I have you your, your, your kind of standard, um, you know, Big Ten West linebacker in Luke Reimer. Um, he's a tackling machine, but he, he kind of doesn't do much more than that. Uh, no fumbles caused, no fumbles uh, received, um, no interceptions, and only one sack. Uh, so he does kind of uh, dictate the middle of the field pretty well, um, but it's really hard to find a defensive player when you're giving up 514 yards a game. Um, so he was kind of the only guy, uh, that I could, that I could find. Okay. Well, as I said, I didn't do any research. I read out the defensive numbers earlier and they're awful. Um, so yeah. All right. Let's do IU players to watch. Unless you have anybody else on defense, Seth, nothing. Um, IU players to watch. We pick one from each side of the ball and on special teams. Um, since I didn't do anything, Brandon, if you don't mind, I'll go first. I'm going to pick on offense. I'm going to pick somebody that. Um, I think it's kind of the most obvious because I can see your answers. And yeah, I wasn't going to go this way anyway, even though I love that dude. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Baz. I think he needs to have a, a bounce back game. Um, this is uh, another spot where I've talked about last week where I thought he would bring a, a calm. A, um, now, granted, I think a lot of that was caused by what everybody wants to talk about. And that is, that's the offensive line and the constant pressure. Um, if he can get some time to do anything other than run for his life, uh, I think he'll have uh, a great game. So what do you got? Yeah. So I've no, well, first, uh, a depth chart note, uh, Josh Henderson was always the second running back with Lucas as the, or there is no longer an, or it is just now Josh Henderson as the backup running back. And I've noticed when he's in the game, that's when we get points. Have you noticed? Have either one of you guys noticed that? I mean, it could be just small sample size, but it does seem like our offense moves a little bit better when he's in the game. Um, so I would love to see him to get more touches. Um, and especially against this rush defense, right? Like I love Shiver's home run potential. But this rush defense is so bad. I think we can get four to six yards of carry the way Henderson runs the ball. 
Um, so that's that's what I'm kind of looking for. I, is when is Josh Henderson in the game, and how much of an impact does he have on one of the nation's worst rush defenses? Yeah. So just a side note here on the offensive line. I know Coach Allen had talked about maybe some movement, and I we know how he works. Um, we know that he's not much of one to tell anybody anything until the game is actually here. Uh, no movement, I don't think, and and Seth would be able to answer this. So. Uh, from left to right, Seth, we've got Haggard, Kadick, Carpenter, Weaver, and Hannah all as starters on the two deep. That's right. Okay. Okay. So um, I would think we're going to see some movement, but I don't think he's going to come out and say anything until or do anything until the game starts. Um, I, I agree and I disagree a little bit because I guess Shivers did score two touchdowns last week, one through the air and one on the ground. Um, but I, I can kind of get what you're saying. I think things happen. Um, I think he's a better pass blocker, which they've talked about in press conferences before too, um, than Shivers is, which I, you could see, I mean, Shivers is a tiny little bowling ball of a running back. So it's got to be pretty difficult to have somebody barring, uh, you know, coming down on you like that, that quick from the linebacker position and, and trying to block that with that size. So, um, Seth offense player to watch secondary receivers so we're talking mccauley we're talking you know whoever else goes in there if it's uh hold anderson kobe anderson there you kobe. go barner steinfeld uh you know who's going to be the second third uh option in the passing game yeah it'll be interesting to see if we see dj he's going to be a game time decision if not to be honest i i feel pretty good about emory simmons in there in that spot i mean i think i would if i'm rolling a on like uh, a dice on something here maybe you stick mccauley in the slot but i'm not sure he's as dynamic i did notice later in the game they were going to a lot of two tight end sets with uh with barner and steinfeld, steinfeld. using essentially mm-hmm. uh a you know, two receiver two tight end looks so it'll be interesting to see if that's something they keep going back to as well i mean it worked it worked uh for a bit there in the third quarter so um all right defense um i'll let you go first brandon so i can think here uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I we read off the sack, the how many sacks they give up. Um, so I want to see Desan coming off the edge. Uh, I want to see him disrupt. That's one thing um, that, again, I mean, I, I've been watching a lot. I think this might be the third time I've, I've used Desan in the players to watch. Uh, and the obvious would have been somebody in the defensive backfield, but I can't get myself to watch that because I like to have fun. Um, so I'm going to watch Desan, hopefully either coming off the edge or uh, a delayed blitz up the middle, which he's done a few times. His delayed timing is awesome. It's great. Uh, it's, it's so instinctual, such a high IQ, uh, when, when he does that delayed kind of up the center blitz. Uh, so I'm going to be watching Desan, hopefully maybe get a, uh, you know, a two sacks, maybe two and a half sacks. Um, Seth's going to be pissed at this one. Um, but, uh, you said they run the football. And that's the biggest thing you're scared of. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to watch a lot of number 43 walk on linebacker, Matt Holt um, really stood out. I know to Seth and I in that game against Cincinnati redshirt um, freshman, right? Yeah. Made some, made some good plays um, was really consistent at, at running at the uh, tackling the running back and, and being around and in the whole swarm mentality, he was either around it or made the stop. Um, Almost is this where we make the there, obligatory so. uh, Michigan State linebacker comparison? Um, or as you can, as you called it, the Big Ten West linebacker comparison. But um, yeah, if you want to. <laughs> Seth, who do you have? Who are you watching on defense? 
I'm, I'm going with the guy he swaps with, and that's Noah Pierre. Uh, okay. I'd really like to see. I think he's going to have a either a forced fumble or a interception in this game. We need it. Need the takeaways. Love need him it. to play more. <laughs> well, I, I think it worked against Cincinnati to a fault um, because it, it hurt us on those downs. I think when they scored a lot of their touchdowns, they were either on third and short um, where we would have Holt in the game on third and one. And yeah, but whenever it was an obvious running down first down, uh, second and short, Holt was making a big difference, but we love Noah Pierre and we don't take as much Noah Pierre as we can get special teams. Brandon, who are you watching? Man, um, Jalen Lucas, happy birthday. Just turned 18 years young. I would love for him to just have an absolutely huge electric play. Um, again, the team in Nebraska gives up a lot of yards. So, like, it's not because, like, we need a big play, but um, he's just fun. Like, you, you, like, just the way he moves looks so fluid and, and so awesome. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say Jalen Lucas, I'm going to watch when he's back there and maybe he can do something funky. Yeah. I'm uh, I can, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I'm going to go with uh, James Evans. I think he's had a pretty good season so far. Um, has made a big difference in a, in the three games that we've won or well, two of the three games, Idaho wasn't really necessary, but I wanted to go that way just because Casey Thompson hasn't been great. So like making yeah. them go long mm-hmm. distances, makes making anybody, time. making anybody try to drive the ball 90 yards is always going to be an advantage. No, no matter how and bad offense, your college is. offensive court, not just college, all offensive courts are stupid enough. They get so conservative. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like middle run, middle run, pass on third and six. Like that's every offensive coordinator's play call when they're like inside the 10 or 15. And it's like such an easy three and out. Um, so, yeah, great point. I, can't, I cannot remember what game I was watching this weekend. It was it had to have been couldn't have been college football because I was I only watched IU during the time. But are you talking about the muff punt during the Colts game? By no, Sky, Sky Moore. Not that one. Um, I'm talking about when, man, it, maybe it was the maybe it was the Packers Bucks, um, where they were talking about. I think it was. I think it was Rodgers was pinned up against his goal line, and instead of handing the ball off on like first and second down, they they have because they bring down the safety. They're, you're you're not even. You may have single single deep coverage. You may not have anything single deep. So you're going to get single coverage on the outside. And so they took two shots down the field. I think he hit Lazard maybe on one of them for 20 or 30 yards. But to see that was pretty refreshing outside of just trying to punch the ball up the middle for two yards, two yards, two yards punt and just give yourself enough room to get it off from there. But um, but yeah, James Lucas is mine. Seth, I know it looks like I took another one of yours, but so go ahead. Yeah, I had anybody returning punts. And then my backup was James Evans. So yeah, um, with the kind of the fiasco that occurred last week, yeah, you want to see some kind of bounce back in the punt return game. Make sure you take advantage of the positive uh, field position if you can. Yeah, I didn't think about returning punts because Lucas doesn't return punts. Um, it looks like it might just be. Let me see if that's on the two deep or not. It looks like it might just be Matthews or <clears throat> or uh, our buddy. Yeah, it should be right here. Uh, punt returner. It's DJ or Connor Delp. Yep. It was it was Delp last week. Yeah. 
It was DJ, I think, maybe once, and then after that, it was. I think I think Delp, Delp and Holt both went to Center Grove. I think they're both Center Grove guys. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> um, we may have well have had Holt back there returning bunt. So, um, okay, let's uh, move on. Unless you guys have anything else you guys want to watch on IU, nope. Um, super quick word from our sponsor, Moan on Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. I got in trouble for doing what I did last time. So I had to read everything word for word on that one. Now back to the show, Brando, what is in your randos? All right. Got to start with uh, Frosty over here. Uh, did Scott Frost lose or did losing Scott Frost make them better? No. Did it make well? Because I have a follow up question. Let me ask the follow up question. OK, is that true for any coach? Like you hear that a lot, right? You hear oh, addition by subtraction, or oh, got the toxic whatever out. But, like, I don't think that's really a thing. Like, I think I think it may be, like, maybe for a game or two, it can get you re-motivated. But I don't think losing, especially a head coach, has much of an effect at all midseason. So, in soccer, Premier League, whatever, so that's a, really the only one that I watch. They call it a uh manager new manager bump is what they call it um it, it clearly didn't happen um wait what have they played since they mm-hmm. fired him yeah they got railroaded by uh, is that the Oklahoma, uh Oklahoma, Oklahoma okay so they call it the new manager bump so like the most of the time whenever the teams that fire anybody are like middle of the standings or table as they call it middle of the standings are like the bottom and they tend to like play a, a bigger team than them the next game and most of the time they win. And it's the weirdest thing ever because they're not an, any better of a team. The coach, the coach could be, uh, you know, Bob Jones from the street. It doesn't matter. They get this like, yeah, exactly. Bob Jones, but they, um, they get this dude off the street or whoever it is. And it comes in and he changes something and it, it. I don't know, whatever it is, it's not working for Nebraska. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's a single coach problem. I think it's a lot of coaches problem. I also, also think it's a recruiting problem. Yes. The recruiting has been awful, awful for at, at least four years. At least like, I, I want to say bottom, at least bottom half. And then in the last couple of years, maybe last place, if not I'm gonna Google what Eric to Crouch last. is doing right now. Well, he might be coaching their team next. Um, your next question, I'm going to go ahead and ask it okay. to Seth because I didn't give him a chance to answer this question. Seth, is this the top 10, top 20, or top 50 coaching spot? No. It's none, right? Okay, so yeah. here's, so when I saw this, my question in my head was, are we talking potential at winning or are we talking pay? Because if it's top 10 top 20 top 50th it may be a top 10 pay job well you country. have to lure them there somehow yeah. um i think there's 65 power five teams something like that i can't remember the math exactly um but i would put it in the bottom five i think it's just an absolute dog doo-doo job in a dog doo-doo place with dog doo-doo recruiting there's nothing to to attract anybody to except for something that happened 20 years ago um i just think it's all garbage 
let me ask a question here, Brandon. Sorry, and then I'll, actually, Brandon, you can jump in on this. Um, is, man, hold on. Uh, here's my question. That's what I'm asking. Oh, here's my question. Oh, you asked. You asked the top ten, twenty, fifty. You want to? You want to answer that? What do you think? Do, you think it's top fifty? I do. I actually think it's a top twenty-five job, like fringe top twenty-five. Like, oh, like me, in okay. that, I think there's an Let's argument that you can make between twenty and thirty. Let's do the top 25 teams right now in college football. And you tell me, you just say yes or no on whether Nebraska is a better job. Cause you're going to get some, I think you're going to get one or two in here. You might get more now that I'm looking. Okay, here we go. Georgia. No, no. Alabama. No. Ohio state. No. Michigan. No. Clemson. No. USC. No. Here's an interesting one. Kentucky. Yes. No. As a, as a football. Yes, absolutely. Tennessee. Yes. No. No. Oklahoma State. No. Yes. Ooh. See, Seth? That's what I mean. They got oil money at Oklahoma State. Here you go, Seth. Boom pickings. Here you go, Seth. North Carolina State. Yes. Yes. Penn State. No. Here's another one. Utah. No. No. Oregon. No. No. Ole Miss. No. Washington. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. It's better than Washington. Future Big Ten Washington. (laughs) Baylor. Yes. Oh, it's better than Baylor. Oh, Baylor stinks, though. Like, it's they, in the middle of nowhere, Texas. Push. Um, oh, yeah, push there. Uh, Texas A&M. No. no. Oklahoma. No. no. Here's a yes. BYU. Yes. No. Yes. Dude, Nebraska's a better program than BYU. Stop it. Stop it. Arkansas. No. No. Minnesota. Yes. Push. Wake Forest. Yes. 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 Florida State. No. How are they ranked? Um, Pitt. No. Yes. I'm going to say no to Pitt. I say no to Pitt. You have such an easy chance to win that conference. Uh, Kansas State. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's about half, guys. That's no. For you, I think. I I had maybe four or five. I think four or five. So I think think you're right. I think Brandon talked everybody into a top 25 school. Here's my question, and you guys kind of killed it with this. So when we think of, I think we've talked about this, made this comparison, Nebraska football, IU basketball, right? Is Nebraska's done? So here's here's my thing as it pertains to that comparison. In success, yes. In 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 recent history, yes. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. What I'm what I'm this is what I mean. Sorry, I didn't finish the question because what you're going you to go. say is what I was going to say. What I was pointing okay. to was in basketball, it's a lot easier, I think, because obviously you only have five players on the court at one time to make that come back. And with a passionate football, as just as passionate football fan base in Nebraska as IU has for basketball, but you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, and you have to recruit top athletes out of States like Texas, Florida, California, Ohio, hell Ohio. Um, you know, you name it, those kind of programs, those kind of, um, spots you're, they're not coming to Nebraska. Unless you're winning and winning and winning and winning and winning, and it's not happened since 1993, Seth. Uh, 2000, 
one? Oh, that's right. Crouch. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask, let me ask the question. Is Nebraska done? Yes. Yeah. I think so too. I think they'll, I think their peak now may be. Their peak was getting accepted into the big 10 before the SHIT hit the fan. I would say, I would say their, their peak, man, this is going to sound crazy. And Seth might make fun of me, but I'm not sure their peak can be much higher than IU right now. Like even moving forward and I use out recruiting them. No. So here's the thing. And I should have covered this in news. Divisions are going. Like divisions are gone. Nebraska having to start to Nebraska is going to lose That's the Big true. Ten West advantage. Yep. So I and just by scheduling, mm-hmm. I use arrow is pointing even ever so slightly up because it's going to have an easier schedule because it can't get any harder. And Nebraska is going to have a harder schedule because it can't get any easier. So just in that alone, I'd rather be at IU. Yeah. Enjoy those early November trips to Minnesota. I'll take I'll take <laughs> anything over having to take a trip to to East, uh, not East Lansing. I'll go there whenever, but to Columbus or, um, you know, Happy Valley, Happy Valley. So, so he, here's the other thing that I was giving and I, I kind of alluded to a few times. IU is in prime recruiting central, whether it's the state of Indiana, Chicago, connections to the east coast where does nebraska kind of rely on building its foundation it's got to be right? texas right texas it's got to be texas but they're i'm not going to do the same exercise you did with the top 25 but they're probably 10th in the pecking list if you yeah. go if you go texas oklahoma uh houston, nebraska houston above them houston's above them right yep. now they are I mean, recruiting you, wise you got to think all around there brandon you have to think lsu you've got to think Arkansas, yep. you've yep. got to think Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know where Nebraska goes, man. They're they're <sighs> feel it's bad. A tough, it's a tough spot. I football's know better. Stop it. And so that's another thing that I think it has with IU basketball. Like I think football's better when Nebraska's good. No, I don't right? want them fa- to be good. Their no. fans are fine. Um, I don't know. Which kind of leads me to my next question. What would it take for you, both of you? not together to move to Nebraska. Like, uh, like, like how much money, what kind of job, like house, like what is it going to take what? for you two to pack up your family and leave with your family to Nebraska? Five times the salary that I make now. Five, easily five times. But, if, but that's funny that, because you say that your money will go five times right. farther there. And so that's that, actually like a compound person in Nebraska. I'm not sure outside of their no, basketball was, or head coach. And that's where the, what the, Oh God, who's the billionaire from Omaha? Is Warren Buffett. Buffett? Yeah. 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 I was, you know, obviously I'm kidding. Cause if you know, five times my salary is like, it's pretty good. I mean, like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you, you figure, I mean, you're buying a hell of a house out there at that range so you're doing okay i i would man i i, don't, I still don't know dude i don't i need at least a million i, I need a million a year yeah so i need a million I, a year and a, a private million jet. a year I, I don't think i need all of that i'd want if you said like if someone just gave me a company right bro but you're you, leaving everything you're leaving your family your friends yeah. to go to a place that is i'm telling you 
you guys right now, but don't stop listening to the podcast. It's 2022. You don't have to. You can just like move on on your phone and do whatever else you're doing. Try to get from Indianapolis or from wherever you're at. And basically not Chicago. If you're in Chicago, here's the thing. I don't have any family. Try to get in to Indiana, Lincoln. like outside of my immediate family. Like try to get to Lincoln from anywhere other than Lincoln. It's hard. Try to, try to get us to come out and visit you. Yeah, I'm not coming. <laughs> I am going to a you're farm. going to Iowa I'm going to a farm in Iowa. Go to a 40 acre farm in Iowa. Liam. Okay. Okay. It's pretty dope. Yeah. He does grow his own hops, which is pretty cool. But yeah. I don't know. I, there's definitely reasons. I'm with you on like five times the salary, though. Like I'd have to I'd have to be able to just build my own like absolute epic house with like whatever, you know, gadgets and fucking. Yeah, whatever. Oh, there it is. Um. <laughs> Children shows such a casual. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny that you say that, dude. I was listening to uh, another. I was listening to Levitar the other day, and uh, they had Stefan Diggs on, and he was literally every. And he's great interview, by the way. He's fantastic, dude. He uh, every other word was like, he's like Isaiah McKenzie and shit, and then like he would, then like later on he was like talking about how somebody was playing, and he's like, you know, he was playing like. I'm not sure if this is a children's show or not. So like he was, he was playing like crap. And then he like went on to just go like, and he's like, he would, he would like do this and he would do that. And then he's like, he, it was just like that shit. And it's like, dude, you just keep continuing to say it. You've said it 17 times before. It doesn't matter, Brandon. Just say the F whatever you want. Just F whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. I'm done editing this stuff out of the, out of the pod. It's all good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So who was the, uh, who was the race car driver that built just like an epic, cabela's down in columbus indiana tony Tony stewart Stewart, baby tony stewart like that's something that i would do to go to nebraska like you gave me enough money just to build like i don't know like just stream in the middle of your your house yeah like if i had enough money just to like do stuff like that like make a putt putt course or like you know i don't know put in a full in arcade have you seen tiger's house tiger has a has three a three hole par three course in his backyard so does mark Wahlberg. I he's think Mark Wahlberg might have like bag. nine hole. Like it's he's a, he's a douchebag. He wakes up at four thirty every morning and then goes to bed at seven thirty and like he's afraid of the moon or something. I don't know what the hell his deal is. Uh, but that would that's what it would take for me to go to Nebraska is like fu money with an fu job where I could just do and say wherever I want all the time. Smokes Tony Stewart. His uh, his house is thirty million dollars, four hundred fifteen acres crazy listeners if you haven't googled this google tony stewart's house do it columbus indiana it is the funniest most absurd thing it is legitimately looks like the dude lives inside a like a cabela's and then it has like a full like he's got a bowling alley downstairs and it's in the middle of the woods with like his own private like it's badass like hunting sanctuary yeah yeah it's super cool but like i mean it's literally a house you build in the sims like it's not real. No, like, it's, 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 a, it's a imagine a la, a log cabin, but like uh, as a mansion. Actually, you know what? No, no, no. Legitimately, Brandon was right. It's a it's a freaking Bass Pro Shop, just with you know, as a house, not as like a, a sales place. Just yeah. as a house. I'm sure there's stuffed animals everywhere, and I'm not talking about like the ones my kids sleep with. I'm talking about like like massive bears. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's what that's what it would take to get me to Nebraska. Yeah, yeah I'm with Seth, you. you would brag you the same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, 
no I chance mean, you could you could quintuple my salary and i'd still have to talk my wife into it so that's the that's the hard part oh for me my gosh yeah because god forbid she has to move anywhere outside of three minutes from never mind <laughs> <laughs> brando's randos are done and i think seth needs to release his sack after that comment <laughs> oh all right thanks for that brag appreciate it You're um welcome. she doesn't she listen. definitely listens to every bit of this she does show. not listen she might be downstairs in the basement right now i'm not sure but she does not listen all right let's get into some rampant speculation here um, i was reading an si article this morning um that essentially says nebraska isn't going to hire one of these awesome coordinators who you know like the josh gaddis jim leonard alex grinch jeff levy types and they also don't want to go after any of the up and coming uh, non-power five. You know, you have a guy from Coastal Carolina, James Madison Army, all those places. All right. Anyways, who the hell do they get then? Urban who? Meyer. No, just like, yeah. But like, what type of coach do they get? Do they go? Do they actually steal a power five coach? No, they they hire somebody that's not like not coaching or. Ooh, I just thought of it. I don't know why. Is Barry Switzer still alive? No. John Harbaugh wins the Super Bowl, leaves Baltimore, and goes to Nebraska. There you go. But that's that's the kind of stuff they're going to do. No, no, this is what's going to happen. I got something even better than that, and I'm going to stay with the NFL. Hopefully, Frank Wright, get him out of town. Lovey Smith was hired as a scapegoat in in Houston. (laughs) Lovey Smith gets fired by the Texans and then takes over Nebraska to go four and eight for eternity. I think Lovey Smith's tied for first place in the AFC South right now. Tell me that isn't the most realistic scenario ever. He might be winning the AFC. He's not not if he wins the AFC South. He's not going anywhere. The the Jags are in first. The Jags are in first. Okay. Yeah, Texans. The Jags are are going to take over and one. I forgot. Not this bad. was the cult year to win the division because the Jags are going to win. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this today. I'm not. No, I'm not doing this. They're going to win the division. They're fine. James Robinson and Travis Etienne in the backfield. Mm. But yeah, it's definitely going to be Lovey Smith. Who else? Urban Meyer. It isn't going to happen. They, There's no they're way. They're pushing on Urban, man. There's I'm no way. Who else is a former coach that's just floating around the broadcasting ranks right now that uh, Chris Peterson, former Boise State and Washington. Like that. I have the savior. Okay, guys. Uh-oh. It is current Midland University running backs and offensive assistant, Eric Crouch. Why is he there? What <laughs> he, is he doing? He retired. You from, from Midland. C- you from Midland. <laughs> he, he retired from the CFL in 2011. I have no idea what he has done from 2011 until 2018, but for the past four years, he has been learning the recruiting ropes in the NAIA middling Midland University. He is going to bring Nebraska back to prominence. If that's what they'll do, right? Because they won't, I don't, man, I just pray it doesn't happen. Cause they're going to be good for about five years until the FBI investigates their recruiting or whatever. But if Irvin Meyer goes there, it's that's going to be the worst thing for the big 10. Are there enough attractive young girls to dance? Wait, on wait, his wait, lap? wait, wait, I found it. Eric Crouch was a sales territory manager for a major medical device manufacturer from 2012 to 2017. A lot of money. One of us. One yeah. of us. One <laughs> of us. It's like all three of our salaries combined, probably. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say those medical. Guys, 
equipment. Yeah. Have you ever seen what was it? What was the one with Justin Timberlake? Wasn't that Justin Timberlake and uh, Mila Kunis? Wasn't that uh no strings attached? No, maybe that one. Friends one of them with benefits. It's the same movie. Benefits. Yeah, 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 it's that one. It's that one. Uh, Portman and Kusher. Ashman Kuchnins. Ash, whatever. Just continue. One of them was a medical salesperson. Okay. Do you have anything else in your sack? Yeah, I got two more. Uh, four weeks in. Who plays in the Big Ten championship? You're making me choose a Big Ten West team. Yeah. Um, I have to choose Minnesota, so I don't know. IU you're Minnesota. Gonna... And you can't pick IU. Damn it. We're undefeated in the Big Ten. I know. Um, man it's it's one of those two man it's uh you know what let's see 600 yards on the ground give me michigan minnesota i hate pj flex right me too me we're going for a sweep here oh my gosh i mean you can't iowa has only scored 68 points this year but they They, the most points ever half of it half of it was last week but they've only given up 23 their defense is insane i'm gonna go ohio state iowa no god please no I have to. I'm not picking the clown. 50, 52 to 9. <laughs> I'm not picking the clown. I can't. I don't want can't to. Pick the I didn't clown. even think about him. I just thought about Ibrahim or Ibrahim, whatever you, yeah. however you say it. Give me the uh, clown and the uh, buck nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you guys uh, see it? Because I don't know why the Big Ten does it because they just get clowned on all the time when they interview the coaches with like random questions. They asked the coaches what an NFT was. Did you guys see this? I didn't see it. No, Mm-mm. dude, it is so bad. Can you name the only two coaches in the Big Ten that know what an NFT is? And it's not surprising. It's very like obvious. Pat Fitzgerald. Nope. Mm. I'd go Ryan Day and PJ Fleck. Got fifty percent. It's Ryan PJ Day? Fleck. Ryan Day. Ryan Day. Hold on. And. And well, I wouldn't have guessed Mel Tucker. I wouldn't Mel wouldn't, Tucker no. has his own <clears throat> NFT company. Okay. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. You said pretty obvious. And I was like, well, I don't because know. he's killing it on the recruiting. Like he just he may just be hip. Like he may just like know he's hip and he's things. one and three or whatever it is, but it's uh, fine. Must more of a Peyton Thorne thing. I can't wait to cover that game. Um, but yeah, so uh Ryan Day. Mel Tucker, the only people that know NFTs, but Big Ten's got to stop doing that. Man. Two and two, by the way, two and two. Um, because Tom Allen, when he was asked what an NFT was, he was just like, what? Yeah, that's like, better than like what Paul Chris did. Was it Paul Chris when they were asking him like what actor he looked like or who would play him in nobody, a movie? Nobody would make a movie about me. Nobody would make a movie about me. <laughs> At least Tom Allen was like Tom Hanks. And I was like, I could see that. I could see it a little bit. That's fine. But so many people were like, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. <laughs> My coach was one of them. So, uh, yeah. Was it, was so, it Mel Tucker? The Big Mel Ten Tucker has to cut that Forrest out, right? Whitaker, I think, right? Yeah, he did. Which it, was, it was pretty good. Was pretty um, good. But the Big but, Ten's got to cut that out. Are we all on solidarity of cutting that out? Fine. I, I'm I in favor of better editing. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. This Selective show editing. has better editing, and we don't do any editing anymore. <laughs> Well, All right. Uh, my last thing real quick, uh, Hurricane Ian, I've been watching this thing nonstop. This thing's mm-hmm, insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, there's a lot of IU football players from down there. So and even if there weren't, hope everything's going OK down there. And uh, that's, uh, you know, just property that gets lost. So uh, all that stuff, do whatever you do. 
T's and P's. That, that sucks. Yep. Yep. More Ooh. reason to come up to Indiana University. That's true. No, no hurricanes here. None. Um, except for Bradley no, she, she doesn't listen anyway. Sasha had a sorority sister that we called Hurricane Jen because, like, when she drank, she just, yeah. she just left an absolute wreckage. Oh, yeah. Seth was everywhere. at my wedding. <laughs> Seth was at my wedding. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Hurricane Jen is terrifying. She ate, she um, ate her steak, and which was not pre sliced with a fork, and by eating eating it with a fork she stabbed it in the middle of the steak and picked it up and ate it she also broke a glass two glasses um, two, two glasses and fell on the dance floor while walking around the place barefoot <laughs> so, she's she's a fantastic mother um a great few, nurse I believe, right and, and great, great nurse, nurse. Yes, yes i think yes. she's like an er nurse she is a does the same thing my wife does i think unless she moved she was a resource nurse chelsea just oh, started okay. a new spot but which means they use her everywhere in the hospital network. So whatever, it's great. Um, okay, let's get to predictions. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start. Because I just came up with this number. Um, I, I don't feel great about this number. But um, the more we talked about everything, the more I was able to put this together i think i think we go nuts boys i think i think it's uh i think it's a packed house i think nebraska gets out maybe to an early maybe 10 nothing maybe seven nothing lead at least um maybe it's a quick first quarter um you know we're we're you know the group text is something that i put on mute at this point um and i don't want to listen to brandon and any of that stuff but um, you know, I think we run away with it. I've got IU 45, Nebraska 31. Woof. 76 yeah. points. 76 points you have there. I'm going to raise. Me to read the, do you want me to read that I'm again? I'm going to raise you. Again? Hold on. No, he's check raising. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me read it again. Don't, don't interrupt a check raise. 45-31, you said, right? Scoring 76. offense, 114th in the country. Passing offense, 115th in the country. 105th in sacks allowed per game. So, I mean, I, I have a scoring 41 points, um, and I have them scoring 38. I think this game goes similarly. I think both teams have 10-point leads, um, which is a pretty crazy swing. And then I think uh, Nebraska scores a late touchdown, and we're all gripping on an onside kick that they get, but then they don't ever get into field goal range um, to, to kick, a, kick a field goal. Um, but I think this game's going to be so much fun. Uh, I know a lot of, like we talked about it a couple days ago on the, uh, recap pod. I know a lot of people are on edge. Dude, this game's going to have so many points and there's going to be so many big, big plays. This game's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I can't be wait to be absolutely obliterated and watch this. Game. I think I'm going to be really us, loud and I may wake up someone's child. There you go. So. Your child. I think a lot of people or I think a lot of my points are going to hinge on whether or not DJ Matthews plays and plays a whole game. I'll say that now. Okay, Seth, go ahead. Give me you your scores losing. again. Give mine was 45-31. And mine is 41-38. Okay, so healthy overs. Um, so this is a game I refuse to bet. I would not touch it with a 10-foot clown pole. Um, EJ Fleck? <laughs> I was going to say crusty the wish, clown from when Homer goes to... Was- 
Ten Homer feet. goes to clown college. Yeah, well, that too. Um, I have it almost the exact opposite of Bragg. I have IU getting out to an early lead. Uh, sorry, I have it going back and forth early, and then IU building a, a lead in the third quarter. And then I have Nebraska mounting a ferocious rally. Indiana 34, Nebraska 33. Yes. Just not enough. Oh, I was waiting for I was waiting for you to say just short. Yes. Okay. So I have the over and the IU money line. There we go. I'll take it. Um, all right. Despite, cool. Despite not touching it with a 10 foot clown pool. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So final statements. Um, I don't really have anything else to add other than I think that um, I'm praying, I guess, um, that I can just have, well, just give me a game that I don't have to, to be totally puckered and totally. Like, oh, this game's going to be puckery. Oh man. This game is going to be very puckery. Oh my goodness. All right. Do you guys have anything else to say? I do battle the transfer quarterbacks. I think that's going to be a line that both the media runs. I think you're going to hear it from the broadcast a lot. I think they're going to really hone in on uh, Baz and Casey Thompson's transfers. Uh, So just be ready for it. I think they're going to talk about transfers on all over both sides of the ball from all the teams. So just be prepared for that to get old quick. Um, But yeah, I'm really pumped. I'm pumped for this game. All right. Me too. All right, cool. Well, we're going to have live tweet Seth back. Uh, be sure to check out the pod. Check that Twitter account. It is at podcast LEO. Be sure to download, rate, review, follow, do all that stuff. You guys have done a great job on the reviews here lately. Let's do some more um, on all of the platforms. Give us five stars, even if we kind of like suck like a little bit or if you're afraid of Brandon popping off with the F word every now and then. Just five stars and then tell us. Five stars and be like, you guys actually aren't very good, but I want to give you five stars because I listen. Tell me that on Twitter. I respond very, very nicely. Yep. He's usually that. nice. Um, but either way, guys, we love you. Elio. 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 He said Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.